What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Chats Academy. For those of you who don't know us, I'm Evan, and that's Mark. So for episode one, we're going to be talking about the playoffs, the regular season, the rookies, and the MVPs. So we're going to start by talking regular season. Right. Biggest letdown. Go. Okay, now that, that's a very big question to start off with, with the big yeah. letdown, because we're going to be both biased towards the teams we support. For those who don't know, I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan, so 12s. Evan is a 49ers fan, so Nine's twice up. a year when, yeah, so twice a year when the Seahawks play the 49ers, we're not the best, we're not the greatest of friends. But it's a very what? cutthroat, but what can you do? Yeah, the, the, the comments that kind of go through, not, not, not the nicest, I have to say. No. But, I don't know. Probably, like, looking looking at the season just as a whole, like, starting, like, pre-season, no one really... Nothing really, really happened, like... Yeah, nothing really happens. But, I don't know, looking week one, the biggest kind of... Brain, like head wrecker, was Washington winning their first game against the Eagles, and they don't even have a name. Like, exactly. they don't have a name. It's just like imagine getting beaten by the Washington football team. Would start been now, there, been Seahawks. there this season, so I know how it feels. Yeah, Seahawks got a good win against the Falcons, 38-25 first week, <laughs> and 49ers narrowly lost out the Kyler Murray of the Cardinals. See, that's that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. Like originally in my head, I was like, "Yeah, biggest letdown is obviously the 49ers got to the Super Bowl, didn't even make the playoffs this year." But because of injuries, like you had Garoppolo out, Kittle out, Ayuk was out, Bosa's gone. Like you're not gonna yeah, expect like, much from Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard. But yeah. I think my biggest letdown this year has to be the Cardinals. Um, just like you got the Andre Hopkins, you had Kyler Murray, you had the weapons. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think, especially the game Arizona at the uh, the Bills, where the where the Hail Murray, the Hail Murray, the Hail Mary, like for Hopkins to go and snatch that out of. Like three of probably the best yeah, secondaries like, in the AFC. He had Trey White in front of him, and he still managed to get up. Micah Hyde behind catch him, it, you know. And Taron, and Taron Johnson coming in. It's, it's not an easy catch. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think... You see, Sorry, when that's... they kind of when they beat the Bills, I was like, yeah, right, these are serious contenders because Josh Allen and. Stefan Diggs aren't easy to beat. So I was genuinely thinking, right, the Cardinals might have what it takes. Especially the way the NFC was this mm. year. It was just especially horrible. With, yeah. I think especially with Diggs coming from such a big team with the like in the NFC with like the Vikings. And then like, the Minneapolis Miracle so a few much. years ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, he has yeah, the exactly. reputation. Like, so Yeah. And for the Bills to pick, like to pick up a player like Diggs is un- 
unbelievable. Like, that was probably one of the biggest shocks in the preseason. And, that like, and the Andre the Hopkins like, the stuff, both of them. Mm. Like it was just a receivers okay. stealing the headlines kind of in the off season. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then I don't think there was many other big letdowns. Kind of like more of the letdowns came within. They came in the kind of the wild card rounds. Yeah, you know, like, like the Steelers what? absolutely the thrown away. Like, you don't go yeah, eleven and zero and then lose all your games. After that, twice to the Browns. Browns. Twice. Yeah. The Browns hadn't even got Odell and they lost twice. Mm. Like, come on. Exactly. But I think the Browns, like, the biggest underdog stories, I think, since. Yeah, like, like, I'm not taking anything away from them. Fair play to them. They got to the playoffs for the first time in Mm. years. Like, God knows. What, a decade? Like, but. I think. Yeah. To beat the Steelers like that, the way the Steelers were going, like they weren't really depleted either. You know, they rested all like their starters when they played the Browns yeah. and narrowly lost to the Browns. So I think everyone was expecting when a full strength Steelers team comes in I against the Browns, right. it's gonna be fifteen, twenty points in it, maybe. What can you do? Yeah, it's That's what happens. Like, I don't know, I think Especially with the Browns like this year being so dangerous, both on offense and defense, for I think that really comes from like Baker, like coming into the year. What this is his third year in the league. Yeah, now. I suppose he's had his rookie, he's had a sophomore. Like now it's kind of he's established in it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Baker is the way to go now this year. The Browns won't have as high as a pick in the draft as they have every other year before this. That might, yeah, but that might. They're not really losing anybody either when you think about it. They're not losing anybody. There's no one, no one running down unless they decide that right. Maybe they'll trade someone in the off season, but I don't see them doing it. Like I don't think they should bother trading and trying to get a higher draft pick. I think this year, after making the playoffs, they kind of have to go and build with the team that they have. I don't think they need to change it dramatically just yet. Maybe another two or three playoff losses, then you kind of think, right, something's not right. Let's start to maybe trade for higher draft picks. But I think for now, they're fine. A big reason I think the Browns did so well this year, as opposed to last year, is the new head coach coming in from... New York wasn't it the Giants, wasn't it? Bringing yeah, they the whole change of kind of game plan and game direction really helped them out this year. They like you kind of knew Baker Mayfield was he was a good player. Like there's no doubt on that. Obviously, he just had a few yeah, a bad of... games. Like it's it happens to everyone. Like especially Jimmy Garoppolo, everyone's changed their opinion on him. Kind of like oh, he's not a starter quarterback anymore, but he's been out for nearly the whole year while playing with a high ankle sprain as well. He's a great quarterback. Mm. He's has something like a record of 22 and six or seven with the 49ers. That's like, that's a starter for anyone. Well, I think, I think that's just a mindset of like American football as is. Well, yeah, it is. That's kind of their, you know, the big, like the biggest position in like the NFL will be quarterback, quarterback. Yeah, it's your QB one, like, you know, yeah. 
I think, I think another big letdown for me this year was the the Dolphins. <laughs> no, no, genuinely, I think they were because I was one. I have a friend who's a Dolphins fan. I was talking to her. I was like, "Yeah, Jakeem Grant's playing class. You know, two is coming in. You have Fitz Magic there, and your defense is arguably this season anyway the best defense in the league. Like they were unbelievable." Like Xavier Howard put up, he put up an MVP candidate season. He had the most interceptions in the league, and he plays yeah. in the Dolphins a... secondary. Like I know he had Byron Jones there yeah. as well, but come on, like, and there's literally yeah. no recognition towards him because it's cornerback is not cornerback is not like a as sexy a position as QB. Like it's. It's kind of looked over, unless you're Richard. Sherman. Yeah. You know, I'll see Hawk. <laughs> sad to see him leave. Very sad to see him leave. But I do, I do, I do get what you're saying. The Dolphins did put up, like, first half of the season, spectacular performance. But I think it's not. It's just the fact they up, didn't make the playoffs. That's it. Like I was I fully first... expecting them. Once they beat the 49ers, I was like, right, these are a serious team. And it only took it took that loss for me to kind of recognise that right they are actually quite good. I think they'll probably make a, a decent push next year. You'll see them getting acquiring a good few trades, both on offense and defense. This I year. think they're gonna trade the offseason. They're not convinced. That's gonna be a mistake that's gonna come back and bite them, but they're not convinced by Tua. The rumors are there. If they get a high pick, yep. if the Niners traded the twelfth pick for Tua. I think the Dolphins will snap their hands. Just give me that, like, you know? Yeah, like it is. I think it's hard to it's hard to judge at the moment, especially with, like, championship title going down tomorrow, like, NFC and AFC. I think yeah, after that... Yeah, the fact as well, though, he hasn't got see... many weapons around him, you know? What, like, Mike Isicki, fair enough. Jakeem Grant, fair enough. Who's after that? Not a lot, like <laughs> you can't throw to anybody else. They're no. the safe hands of the team, kinda. Unless they go off and get a decent, decent couple of. Probably well, you see, where I think they're gonna make the mistake, receiver. the mistake they're gonna make is to if they trade Tua, they're gonna trade him for a high first round pick this year or next year. Then they'll go out and try and draft a wide receiver, but. I think if you trade certain teams enough capital, they'll give you a star wide receiver from their team. Like when you think about um the Steelers, like Yeah, they got Dwayne Haskins. If I was the Dolphins in that situation and I wasn't convinced by Tua, I'd be like, Look, we'll trade you Tua and another draft pick if you give us Juju, you know? And if I was the Steelers, with the age Ben Roethlisberger is at, I'd be all over that. Juju, he's a good player, but he's not... You could draft a much better wide receiver than him. When you look at the success Chase Claypool's had this year, you have a good track record of drafting receivers. like. Yeah, but... 
like if they want, like just going back on a point, like with Tua, Tua can really impress the coaches, like management and all in the off season, showing them that right this position of quarterback in Miami is mine, and you're not gonna give like anything, like anything out of it. Like he'll yeah. he'll lead them to a good season next year if he puts in the work during see, the off season. Yeah, I get that as well. A draft class. But when you look at the fact he was the fifth overall pick, he's come into Miami, who's not a good like they're not a great offensive side. Like they took Matt Breida in the off season, didn't pay off like then mm. you had Okay, the bits of magic there. Side, like I think that's who he learned off this year. He had Ryan Fitzpatrick to learn off, who's been see, in the years, who's been in the NFL 14 years plus. I wouldn't, though. I wouldn't base my game around Fitzpatrick because Tua is a mobile QB. That's the way that's forward the for every single NFL quarterback now. All you're looking at is who's mobile. Like, that's what makes Lamar so good. Like, Mahomes, he's an escape artist. He can he'll come out of the pocket and he'll run. He'll run for a first down. Like, well, see, Mahomes, pro- Mahomes proved that in years before Lamar got into the league. Um, it was, I think it was one of the years after, just before Alex Smith was traded off. Uh, it was Kansas at Denver. And Denver had sent an all-out rush because they were playing for... Yeah a playoff spot and Kansas had put out a second string team where Mahomes came in and he took off down the left like but you see that's what I mean that's the way forward because like Von if, Miller yeah. like if you're facing if all out blitz you're gonna need a QB who's gonna try and escape that and make a play rather than just throwing the ball away or taking a sack yeah but see I think Mahomes does it differently because you saw that Vaughn Miller had him dead to rights for the sack, a tag for loss. Mahomes flips it over into his left hand, throws it to Tyreek Hill, he gets the first down, game over. Yeah, that's what. Like, uh, could you imagine many, if not many players will do that? No, like that's obviously that's special, but you have to be in some shape or form, be able to escape the pocket nowadays. Like pocket passers used to be the big thing. Like you had the likes mm. of. Ben Roethlisberger is a pocket passer. Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady, they can't run. Could you imagine if in last year's Super Bowl, if Jimmy Garoppolo had a set of wheels on him? There's so many chances where like small gaps had opened. He could have just ran through them and there's your first down or even like roll out a bit, throw it across the body, see if you can make a play. Yeah, I do see where you're coming from. Like one quarterback that I think is going to be huge is going to be Jalen Hurts. I wish we got to see more of him this year. But the Eagles just decided, no, we're going to roll with Carson Wentz. But I don't think, especially with the Eagles, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be there much longer. No, I don't think he'll be there next year. I think they want to put like put their faith in Jalen Hurts, see if he can change the tide and get the Eagles back to another Super Bowl. You see, they need to because Carson Wentz, he's not the player he used to be. I know he's not there that long, like, but 
he's just not what he used to be. And I think, though, that comes down to the offense as well. Like, the offensive line is just can't hold the pocket. The the pocket just collapses. And when you're Wentz, you're dependent on a strong offensive line because your wheels aren't what they used to be. So Jalen Hurts, he has that escape artist to him. Yeah, he just roll out and throw a pass. In fairness, though, I think I think that's the way the Eagles do have to go is to get not Wentz out of there, but Wentz to a backup. And they need Wentz doesn't like to, uh, Wentz doesn't like the backup, and he tries to like demand more money for like the position that he's in. They'd be like, right, like we're not going to fill that well, cap yeah, space for a backup. Like then he's just going to be traded off. But I don't think many like many teams will take Carson Wentz for a starting position. He will be there as a backup. If I were the Rams, I'd take him. 49ers could take him, you know. But will they let him go to an NFC like rival contender, you know? A fully fit Rams and a fully fit 49ers could easily make the playoffs. 49ers next season are arguably favourites to go win their NFC and then go to the NFC playoff. With the right quarterback, mm-hmm. the right weapons, everyone stays fit. Arguably favourites. Well, I think that was one of the problems with the 49ers this year after coming off the Super Bowl loss. Now, in fairness, they probably should have won the Super Bowl over some sketchy calls, but we'll leave that for uh, a future podcast. Mm, sketchy. When we're, mm. when, we're looking, when we're looking at Super Bowl weekend, Super yeah. Bowl Sunday. Yeah. But I don't know if... I think players hadn't may not have worked or worked too hard in the off-season where we saw the likes of Nick Bosa, George Kittle, Brandon Ayew. See, it was Gino that Samuel pitch, though. It was the MetLife pitch that was killing the 49ers. They had back-to-back games on that MetLife pitch where not only 49ers players were injured, I remember the Giants had players going out injured as well against them, but it was key players. Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa both went out in the game against the Giants, both with an ACL injury. That's unheard of in the same position. Nine injuries, wasn't it? Something mad. It was the highest injuries of the year anyway. Yeah. Listen, I think we're dwelling on on the panels too much. That's it. We move on to the wild cards. Wild card. Right. So Bill's Colts. That's where we start. Bill's Bill's house a madness of a game. But I think Josh did deserve the Bills did deserve to, to win. Okay, the Colts had the like the expertise and the history with Philip Rivers. Also, congratulations to his retirement. Yeah. Great player over player. the Chargers and Chargers in with the Colts. Unbelievable stats, like 60,000 passing yards for how God knows how long he's been in the league. So, <laughs> Too well, well to him. But I think the Bills... The Bills defense came up trumps in that game with getting, yeah. like getting the swats, getting the interceptions, the tackle for loss. Considering as well the way the Colts defense has been playing the whole year, like you look at the Forrest Buckner going straight into that team, he put up a Pro Bowl year again in pass rush. Mm. Their pass yeah. rush this year was just straight up the best in the league, in my opinion. But well, I think. Like the D tackles this year, you have 
the likes of like Buckner, Kinlaw, Donald, Jaron Reed. They all have like that little Yeah, you all have all have those like Gino Atkins for a big man, they have the defenders yeah, to get they past, have like your guards, your tackles, your centers. But in fairness, I think the Bills did did deserve to to win that game. Now it comes down to again okay. though, Josh Allen is a mobile quarterback. How do you escape the D tackle? You roll out and you pass. But in fairness though, Josh Allen's rookie season. He he slipped the pocket, took off in the run, where most quarterbacks will slide, avoid <laughs> the hit. Josh Allen will lower the shoulder and yeah, he'll go for it. <laughs> he'll try and take that linebacker. Hit. But you see, this year it was like know. something just clicked in his passing game. Like he I was he good. Worked, he was working on it. He was good, but now he's great. And next yeah. year, I think he's just going to improve again. If he keeps working in the offseason, the way he obviously worked in the last offseason, you're looking at a potential Hall of Fame career from here in. And that's a big statement. But I'm, I'd am i be backing him now. If he keeps progressing the way he has in the last year, I'd be backing him for a Hall of Fame. If he stays healthy, he would definitely lead the Bills to another AFC Championship. If not... Arguably a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Right, right, Bills Colts ending 20, uh, 27 24. We'll go. Okay, we won't talk. Rams <laughs> and Seahawks. <laughs> I, I want to go Rams and Seahawks here just because the 49ers beat the Rams twice. Twice this year. And the Seahawks okay. went, played them, and choked. They choked it. We won one, lost one, and then. And then lost a big one. I was expecting, I I'm not going to lie, I was expecting more from the Seahawks. I thought, it's the Rams. You're going to win. like. But something clicked in the Rams' defense that hadn't clicked all year in that one game. And they just showed up. They really did. Like I was expecting more from Russell Wilson this game. DK Metcalf. They weren't there. They were kind of just wow. to only put up twenty points against that Rams team. Yeah. It's like I, you shouldn't I be doing that know. in that round. Like all right, DK, he's a monster of a player. But you look, Jalen Ramsey was going man for man, even if the rest of the defense was in zone. Yeah, no, Jaylen like Ramsey fair had. enough. And Jalen Ramsey has the experience. Tyler Lockett is also there. Yeah, who's been in like the league you longer. You sh- shouldn't be looking at the fact that, oh, DK has the height and obviously has the muscle over um, Jalen Ramsey. But Jalen Ramsey has the experience. He knows. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll he intercept the pass if he sees it. Or if he can swat a pass that no one else can swat, he will do it. He's just that good. I think... Yeah, that comes back to the days that Ramsey was in Jacksonville. He'd be swatting balls left, right, and center down to his other secondary players, which results balls in that you shouldn't be swatting. Yeah. You shouldn't be, but he was just there to do it. But, but I don't know. Fair play to the Rams. Fair play to Jared Goff. There was so many questions asked. I know he didn't get all the snaps in the game either, but there's so many questions asked 
Will he be the starter? Will he be there next year? If he keeps getting a few snaps in the way he did against the Seahawks, keeps proving himself that he's a decent pocket passer. I know, as I said, it's not all about pocket passing now, but if you have a mobile quarterback and a backup pocket passer, that's good enough, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think the experience of the Rams being in a Super Bowl more recently than the Seahawks probably paid dividends for them. But fair play to Rams, just the Seahawks. As much as I hate, hate to say it, they were outplayed. Like as a Seahawks yeah. fan, they were outplayed. Yeah, they were. It's like there's no other way to put it. And I'm not gonna be around the bush saying, Oh, we could have done this. Peter like Pete Carroll could have done that. We were just outplayed. In fairness, they, they I didn't, didn't really up. care who won the game. I dislike both teams. Yeah. But yeah, to see the Seahawks lose did shock me. Yeah. Right, we'll I move mean, on what? to uh Washington and the Bucks. Washington and the Bucks. I hate Tom Brady. Absolutely. You say you hate Tom hate Brady, him. but that's oh, the he only just, reason. Oh, he's just... But, you don't do that. He's had a stellar yeah, year. I was not expecting that. It just went to show as well. Success. Patriots are a one-man team. Yeah, that goes. Like, everyone's like, like, oh yeah, but Tom Julian Brady. Edelman is still there. <laughs> wow. What happened this year? He's there, but he has no quarterback to throw to. Okay, Cam Newton, you thought he would have turned the tide, but. But in the right offense, Cam Newton could have. Bill Belichick is not moving from that. Dynasty of the Pats is gone. That's it, it's finished. 49ers game, their biggest blowout at home ever in the Bill Belichick era. A depleted 49ers team. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's, but fair play, like Jesus if Brady Christ. can go off and if he can if go he off wins the Super Bowl, or... I'm not gonna be disappointed. I don't like him, but I wouldn't I put a pass. Hate Rob Gronkowski more. I really, really don't like him. He rolled in after being like, "Yeah, I've been in the WWE. I'm the big shot here." <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm the best tight end in the league. You're not. Travis Kelsey's there. George Kittle's ahead of you. You're not. Like, okay, stop. Think, Just stop. I think, I think you have too much hatred towards two players on this team. So we're going to move no, on. No, like, I just hate. No. Washington, no. no, 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 no Alex no, no. Smith. <laughs> Alex Smith. I have so much respect and I absolutely love Alex Smith. What he came back from to come back into the league, put Washington no-name football team into the playoffs... It's unbelievable. Fair enough, he has Terry McLaurin there. Other than Terry McLaurin, you haven't got many weapons. So you have, you have Logan Thomas at tight end, who he who he did target a lot this year. Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking at a receiving core, you're gonna try and also Antonio Terry the most. Antonio Gibson at running back. I have running back though. That's different, you know. You're not gonna throw to Antonio. He's not Alvin Kamara. Yeah, but still, like he's he's there. Right, we'll uh, right, anyway. Titans and Ravens. Right. The I, one please. playoff game Lamar Jackson didn't choke in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was a good game, but my respect for the Ravens went down a little bit after stomping on the on the logo midfield. Yeah. 
I know the Titans did it the year before. But um, but... <laughs> Juju has been doing it as well the last few games. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's before the games. That's not even after you go and beat them. That's just in your warm-up. Mm. I mean, I, don't know, I think. Look, I think what happened was it all got to Lamar's head. He was like, "Yeah, I won my first playoff game. I'm a big shot. Here I come. That Super Bowl ring is mine." <laughs> we'll discuss the next game though in a few games and see. But no, yeah. I expected so much more from Derrick Henry. Yeah, he was. He was the season Derrick Henry but... put up, and to go and do that, like, come on. We'll see. Like Derrick Henry's performance in like what in this game, like what did he have? Shocking. He, he was just 18, terrible. Eighteen carries, forty yards, an average carry of two point two. That's still literally went. one of his worst games ever, though. But Mike Ray- Mike Rabel didn't change the game plan. He said, "Right, we'll still try." hand it off to Henry and it didn't work. But you see, that's where you're going, like, you have to be able to adapt in certain situations like that. Especially the fact, though, mm. Patrick Queen coming into the league this year and having the impact he's had in the Ravens in that linebacker position. I know it's Derrick Henry, but I wouldn't want to be running at Pat Queen. He's quick. He can turn. He'll tap your... You think you're gone, he'll catch your ankle. He's just had a great yeah, season. And the fact that yeah, that's stellar season. They never changed up the game plan. It, just, it lost them the game. I think if they went more, I don't know. Can you say they could have went more like aerial attack? Yeah, could they, they should have. More, but they could have tried it at least. Yeah. Instead but of just they, the Derrick Henry team, you try something at least, you know. Ryan Tannehill has AJ Brown, Corey Davis, Anthony Ferks are a tight end. Three exactly. deadly weapons, especially with <laughs> AJ Brown and yeah. Corey Davis, both being over six foot. And, and the fact that AJ Brown's already same... shown this year he can catch a ball you just shouldn't be catching. He had one unbelievable catch, I remember, where it was going to the corner of the end zone. He managed to grab it with one hand and deflected it down onto his other hand and kept his two feet in play and i was just i was like what no but i mean they should have that's that's one way they could have easily altered the game at least because the ravens yeah secondary isn't that strong no no it's not as strong as it used to be brown would have given them trouble and Corey. right saints of there there was only one winner it was always going to be the same. It doesn't matter if they played Taysom Hill at wide receiver. They were going to win the game. Yeah. Like, like, when you're coming up against the Bears and you have an offense with Alvin Kamara in it who can just run for days, mm. and Taysom Hill being the mobile quarterback he is, Drew Brees being the passer he is, they're going to be in trouble. <laughs> Big time. So, like, clear winner, Saints, fair play. Now, okay, as we move on, Hard luck to the Saints, but we'll talk about that when we get when we get to the next round of divisional. Yeah, and Browns now the one we said: Steelers. Browns and Steelers, forty-eight, thirty-seven to the Browns. I know, but we have talked like, about what? this before. We've talked about this off camera, 
that the turning point in this game came three seconds into the game with the first oh. snap. If, I, if the Forty Niners had done that, I would have lost it. Yeah, like it was just such yeah. a bad snap in such well, an important game. The Browns, like you see the players they have. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, Miles Garrett, Nick um, Chubb, Nick Chubb, uh, Kareem Hunt. Like there's players Jarvis. there to make the difference, and the fact that. It's not only Baker Mayfield that can throw. Jarvis Landry can throw a bomb. He's shown he can throw a bomb. Against the Cowboys, it was the the sweep play, the run around. We thought it was just a jet sweep. (laughs) Far from it. Landry coming, (laughs) and you you just see Odell going into the corner. You just just know. You know he has it. Once once Landry throws that, it's on point. But the Steelers is just a big joke of the season. The game was great and all, but the controversy came after, and you know exactly what I'm about to say. Yeah. The comments from Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> and Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool, the same old Browns. Well, then, it's the and, same old Steelers, isn't it? You know, yeah. what, like, what's there to fear with game, the Steelers? Like, after that game, like, Juju and Claypool both said, oh, the disrespect coming from the Browns, bench and the sideline saying they're mocking Juju doing the Corvette Corvette from TikTok. You didn't see you didn't see like the first eleven games that they went on that win streak of the players saying oh well, not even that. If you're like mocking Juju, Juju like... Smith Schuster, he danced on your logo in the middle of your field. You have the right yeah. to go and mock him and get into his head. That's if I if I was even a man to man corner against Juju, he'd be starting to kind of get in his face with like, ooh, Corvette, Corvette, ooh, ooh. Just get into his but head. You saw the Steelers and Bengals game in the latter half of the season. Yeah. The safety came down from the Bengals and absolutely collared <laughs> him. He oh, was mint. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. Fair play to the Browns. Divisionals. We're going. Yeah, divisionals. Packers and Rams. There was only one winner. Oh, yeah. It was going to be Aaron Rodgers. MVP candidate season. Devontae Adams, probably the best receiver in the league this year. Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard, yeah. I mean, Scantling. There's not much to say about it. Fair play, Packers. We'll it was the... yeah the rams were just <laughs> we knew that was coming <laughs> bills and ravens lamar jackson and the ravens put up three points against the bills 17. <laughs> come well, on there we go lamar Taren once again johnson. cannot handle playoff football Taryn johnson of the bills the 106 yard pick six equaling Lincoln. the longest ever pick six no, that was history in the divisionals. There's never been a long. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but that was the the longest ever in like normal and divisional was one oh six, yeah, but that was the longest ever in divisional. Crazy. The Bills and Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, we've mentioned them already. Okay, so then we go to Chiefs Browns. Chiefs and Browns. Fair play to the Browns. Probably the, they put seventeen points against the defending. 
Super Bowl champions in the divisional round is second to none. Like the Browns, yeah. you can see how they're building. <clears throat> I would have loved to see, see though a fully fit Odell in that game as well. I genuinely I think, think the Browns would have went on and beat the Chiefs. I know, like the Browns, they caved in the fourth quarter, giving away two fourth downs. Like, you can't do that against the Chiefs when you're chasing the game. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. I think the the exit of Mahomes there in the third quarter, the Browns got in their head, their own yeah. head, way too much, and thinking that oh, it's it actually is here for the take and football. Yeah. Right, and Saints and Bucks. Saints and Bucks. Probably the last time we will see Drew Brees. In the the black and gold. There's there's not much to say. It was a great game. Just, I think the experience from Brady over the span of his career already going to numerous Super Bowls, numerous AFC, well, Yeah, I mean, the experience is there. I know he's with a new team and all, and... It's kind of, it's a different playbook as well, but if you have he someone like it. Tom Brady there, very hard to be. Like you can't really question it, you know. It's your success is coming. That's it. So there's there's what's in the past. Now what's coming into the now future? Now we look to the Packers and the Bucks. First of all, I can't and, call and, it and and. NFC Championship, <laughs> Conference Championship, the Packers yeah. and the Buccaneers, two of the highly regarded quarterbacks in this league. Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. Like to think Brady though, the, Bucks. the Packers. I would like to think the Packers can take out the Bucks, just because of the level that Devontae Adams is on. Yeah, I don't think the Buccaneers' secondary is going to stop Devontae no, Adams, but like, the best route runner in the league. You have who? Antoine Winfield Jr. is a rookie in that secondary. Sean Murphy Bunton is a rookie in the secondary. It's, I mean, there's straight up, there's a rookie cornerback and rookie safety playing their first NFC championship game against a Packers team who's been there, done that. And Rogers has the ring to show for it. Yeah, literally, I'm probably another one to add. To be honest, I say Packers will go through tomorrow night. If the Buccaneers do, it's Brady. It's Tom Brady's going to win the everybody. Super Bowl. Tom Brady's going to win yeah. the Super Bowl. If the Bucs beat the Packers, Brady's winning the Super Bowl. So there's NFC. We go to AFC. Bills. With the Chiefs and the Bills. It's the Bills. I now, know Patrick Mahomes has been cleared to play. It's the Bills. I don't care. Funny enough, going through social media and just like looking to get our notes for like the podcast today, the Chiefs and the Bills play each other in the AFC Championship game every 20 seconds. I've seen that, yeah. Like, if that's not coincidence, I don't know what is. Like, 27 years. I I still think so. ASL. Yeah, I just, I just can't see the Chiefs pulling it off. They they haven't been convincing for me this year. 
Like they're scraping wins. They're scraping them by the skin of their teeth. I think the Chiefs Kingdom is really relying heavily on the news they received yesterday of Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. is back fully fit and healthy. Uh, if Mahomes well, wasn't he, back, there was no question. The Bills had it. It, it. it just didn't make a difference for me. Yeah. But my mindset hasn't changed. I still think the Bills have it there. Like, I, just I the fact the Chiefs went and won the Super Bowl last year as well. I think they've had not so much a Super Bowl hangover, but they have not been as convincing against weaker teams as well. They haven't had many blowout victories. And the fact that there was only a few points in it against the Browns, and I know we said, yeah, the Browns are great. How much better are the Bills to the Browns, though? Like, there is a, there is a major difference, but I'm also going to bring it back to your heartbreak in Miami. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what? The officials aren't going to be officiating that game, so the Bills might actually no, want to no, win no, it. No. So... no, there was... 10 points in it and Mahomes led the comeback right but the one thing I will say about that and we're leaving it here if the 49ers had just went to the running game they would have won that Super Bowl Garoppolo choked Shanahan choked that's it the officiating was brutal we'll get to that eventually right so next week so next week we'll talk about the NFC AFC championship in full where the turning points were and who we think is going to come it's going to come up trumps in the Super Bowl. Now, moving on to something that's going to cause a lot of controversy between oh, the two of us is it's the nominations for this for... year. Yeah. Right. Nominations we'll for this with, year. So we'll start offensive, start right? Offensive rookies, yeah? Yeah, right. Who do you have at your number three? So just to explain to people, what we're doing is we're giving our three candidates, three candidates, and then our overall rookie of the year. Yeah. Now, neither of us have kind of like communicated who we no, think. No, we don't down. know who's so, going to be in what. So, this is the first time we're hearing it. So, excuse the reactions. So, number three. Candidate number three. Mm-hmm. I've gone with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, running back of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, okay. only reason I have okay. good rookie performance. He is Great. number three now. He did change the Chiefs running game, I think. In like, their early half of the season, he changed it. Yeah. 181 run, rushing attempts, four touchdowns. Now he was competing with Le'Veon Bell. Probably Le'Veon Bell had more of the experience being in the year league younger, longer. But to put up 803 yards as a rushing back, rushing back in your In a team that initially league. hadn't got a strong running game either. Yeah. And then four four point four average yards. I think that's a good rookie year. That's good a rookie very solid rookie year. Right. Yeah. My number three, I'm gonna go with Chase Claypool. Sixty-two <laughs> receptions, eight hundred and seventy-three yards, nine receiving touchdowns, and two rushing yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. If the Steelers yeah. didn't choke. Chase Claypool could arguably be put in there for an MVP spot if, if Ben Roethlisberger could just throw a perfect ball to him. Like, he broke the rookie yeah. record for the most receiving touchdowns in a game. He just, yeah, he, 
made it look like he is ready to become an absolute world beater. Yeah. Right, so. Number two. two. Who are you going for? I have to go with my boy, Brandon Ayuk. I have to. I have to. The season that the 49ers had, they were terrible. Dreadful. Backup quarterback after backup quarterback. Brandon Ayuk still put up seven touchdowns, 77 rushing yards, 748 receiving yards, and 60 receptions. He is not getting the respect he deserves after this year. If he had to stay fully fit. Yeah, but if he had to stay fully fit, he was breaking Jerry Rice's rookie record. He just did not get the respect he deserved. I think. You're number two. My number two. Quarterback of the Chargers. Justin Justin Herbert. Herbert. Do you know what? I originally had him in at number two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you have to give it to him. 396 complete attempts out of 595. That's a 66.6 completion record. Four, over 4,000 aerial yards. 31 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. You don't see that from rookies. With you, see, like, you don't, you don't five see those Russian numbers. touchdowns. Five Russian touchdowns on top of it. Unbelievable. Okay, it's 69.6 quarterback rating. Not the highest for rookies, but no, rookies but are very overlooked. It's their sophomore year. It's their second year in the league where they will... It's also the Chargers. Yeah. In fairness, though, Justin Herbert has already received a Rookie of the Year award from the Pro Football Writers of America, yeah. which kind of like go over and analyze all the NFL yeah, uh, just a lot. Like stats and stuff. So you're number one candidate before your overall winner who have you gone with my offensive rookie of the year winner is justin jefferson yeah i know i went receiver 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 it's like oh yeah well but in my opinion the receivers have been second to none this draft year apart from henry ruggs being the big letdown what, Justin Jefferson, 88 receptions, seven touchdowns, 1,400 yards in his Madness. Beating Randy Moss. Absolute beating Randy Moss, who madness. arguably is one of the best wide receivers. He is one of the best receivers of all time. Who easily. And for a rookie to come in from LSU to get 15.9 average yards on each. It was LSU's championship year as well. You know, there was there was high expectations there for Justin Jefferson, but nobody thought he would come in the way he did and just ball out. And a little celebration, I love the giddy. I, yeah. I love it. I don't like so. I have Justin Jefferson overall winner, but the runner up I have to Justin Jefferson. You've mentioned already Chase Claypool. That's fair enough. I've, I've, I had to have I had to have Clay Bill in there as a runner up. I don't think he's going to win it. No, like, neither okay. do I. But he has he has the rookie record with most touchdowns in a game. He put up the numbers, but eight hundred seventy three yards to Jefferson's fourteen hundred. You're not going. You're not going to get your rookie of the year. I still think the rookie of the year is going to be Justin Herbert, just because he's a quarterback. That's the only reason. Yeah, 
Right. I don't know. Defensive now, starting with... Who is your number three? three? My three is... It's a bit of a dark horse, but I'm going to go corner Jeff Gladney, Minnesota Vikings. Solid season. Very solid season. Now, 81 total tackles, 63 solo, 18 assisted, and one forced fumble with three pass defence. I think... Yeah. Especially coming again, coming from LSU's champion championship yeah. season. You know, if high he works in the off, he works in the off season. I am telling you, he is becoming a threat at corner for the Vikings this year. He is gonna oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's no, a no. shutdown corner. He is a zone corner. You ain't getting past him. He has the speed to keep up with the best of them. Right, my number three, I'm going with a player we've already mentioned, and it's Patrick Queen. 106 tackles, nine tackles for loss, three sacks, Mm. 10 QB hits, two interceptions, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and a touchdown. What more, like, what what more can you do as a rookie linebacker? You know? There's not much. He like, was just unbelievable this year. And if he keeps working, maybe he'll get to the level of Fred Warner. But hmm. that's yet to be seen. So, for two, now, my two, I was torn between my love of the Seahawks with Jordan Brooks. But comparing stats at number two, I have to have, I have to put in Isaiah Simmons, linebacker, strong safety oh with the Cardinals. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you've been listening to the media too much. No, I've not been listening to any media. I've been watching the games. I've seen his college career. 54 total tackles, 40 solo, 11 assists, two sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and an interception. You're not doing any, like, you're not doing any better than that. Do you want me to do do better than that? My number two, Antoine Winfield Jr., 94 tackles, three sacks, four QB hits, six pass deflections, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, and an interception. He's a good player, but that's Isaiah Simmons. I'm going with him at two. Now, top candidate just before our... Top candidate just before our defensive rookie of the year. You've mentioned him already. People know the stats. Patrick Queen. All right. Like okay. There's there's That's no doubt. Enough. No. There there is no doubt of Patrick Queen. Like unbelievable season. But he has overall, he has what it takes to become. Yeah. The best. He's a runner up. He is definitely a runner up. But right. I think. So my overall, overall winner. My mine for defensive overall winner is going to be Jeremy Chin. What? Yeah. Strong safety. Okay, no, never mind. So, 117 tackles, two tackles for loss, a sack, five QB hits, an interception, five pass deflections, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, two touchdowns. Unbelievable. Yeah, very solid. And very and solid. he's not talked about enough. No. 
So who's now, your defensive rookie of the year? Overall, I was going with Chase Claypool. Uh, not sorry, Chase Claypool. Claypool. Chase Young. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chase Young at the end put right. up a very, very respectful season. Forty-four. He was unbelievable. Pass, this season. solo twelve assists, seven and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. And a touchdown. The only person to put up. Yeah, the only person to put up similar numbers than that is our def- defensive rookie last year, which was Nick Bosa. Yeah. So, well, then, I guess that brings us on to the overall rookie of the year, Chase Young. That's who I picked. Has to be Chase Young. Yeah. Has to be. I don't care what you say. It's it's Chase Young. You know, it is Chase Young. But if it isn't... I, it's going to be Justin Herbert. The rookie... The rookie for defense is going to be Jeremy Chin. Claypool will get offensive rookie, and overall would be Justin Jefferson. Just over, just because of the record he's beaten in Minnesota. I just think they're going to give it to a quarterback. They probably they love their quarterbacks. So, and also Chase Young has received that the Pro Football Writers Award as well. He deserves it. He's. I think he's been the best. No. <laughs> now no. the absolute killer. MVP. The carnage. <laughs> Number five. For myself. Call me biased. Fred Warner. He does not get enough love. He is the best linebacker in the NFL. He, no, he does get enough love because he's been... 125 total tackles. 79 solo. 46 assisted. One sack, one forced fumble. Now, you have him at number five. Yeah. Would you not have put him a little bit higher? No. Or would you have been too biased for that? Just because of the year certain players have been having, I do think Fred Warner is up there. But I'm going to put him at five. Nice. So, five for myself... Is another linebacker, Ooh. the black and gold, TJ Watt. Okay. Humble, I okay. think he, I think he had a stellar season. Fifty-three total tackles, forty-three solos, ten assists, fifteen sacks. He got the sack record, I think, for this year. Mm-hmm. Two forced fumbles and one interception. It's not as glamorous <sighs> as Fred Warner, but it's still a very solid season for an outside linebacker, not a middle. It linebacker. is. It is, but it's just the fact that the Steelers choked so much. I just, I just can't justify choke. putting them in there. And I know they it's choke. like the only difference is the 49ers have been bad all season. But Fred Warner has yeah, been choke. a bright light in the 49ers. No, I, I, go, I understand you there. All right. Number four. We go to number four. Do you want to go for this one? So. I've kind of put in a DND tackle. Oh, okay. Rams player of Aaron Donald. He has oh. a great he has a great season oh. each season. Now, this year numbers they don't they don't particularly lie. 45 t- total tackles, 27 solo, 18 assists, 13 and a half sacks. Like, I don't know. I I think I'm just a bit biased towards Aaron Donald. Four, four, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like he's a great player. He's 
really good, but it's just again same kind of thing where Fred Warner. Just the season some of these players are having, it's ridiculous. My number four is gonna be Derrick Henry. Three hundred and seventy-eight rushing attempts, but two thousand and twenty-seven rushing yards. Yeah. That's to be capped off with his seventeen touchdowns and his nineteen receptions for one hundred fourteen yards. Yeah, no, very solid, very solid um, choice for four. And just yeah. that's that that one stiff farm, I think he uh, he deserves to be in there anyway. Josh Norman. <laughs> Josh Norman. Yeah, one at all. Right, Russell Wilson, number three. <sighs> I have, oh, no. No. no, you've gone boys, I ain't gone boys. No, are you actually no. serious? So that means, no, no, hang on, hang on a second. Russell Wilson, I originally had three QBs in my MVP candidates. Russell Wilson wasn't one of them. No, Russell Wilson is one for me. And are you telling Russell me, uh, no, hang also... on, you're telling me he's been a top, top, Three player in this year's NFL. Yeah. The, the Rams NFL. made him look like CJ Beathard. Yeah, but also the NFL itself is putting him up for an MVP candidacy. Nick Mullins no, done here. what Russell Wilson couldn't do and beat the Rams twice. Yeah. So Nick 384 Mullins. completed attempts out of 538, 68.8% uh, completion rate. 4,212 total passing yards, 40 touchdowns, 13 interceptions with a 105 QB rating. But I mean, do you want me to throw something like Jason Verrett in at number three or something then, you know, considering he's been unbelievable this year? My Russell number three... Has had, a, has had a good year. A good year, exactly. He, he just... a, a good year. Not a great year or an MVP year. He's had a good year. Still an MVP year. No. He, so he, he led them to the he led them to the playoffs. This player originally wasn't in my MVP candidates, but I decided I have to change it and I'm going with at number three, Stefan Diggs. One thousand five hundred and thirty-five yards, one hundred and twenty-seven receptions, eight touchdowns, with an average of twelve point one yards per reception. No, very he good. averages over a first down. Like you, no, I, you can't, can't really can't say much that. more about these. It's just been so good this year. Yeah, Stefan Diggs is very good, but then again, it's this is only this is only opinion. We ain't we ain't running for <laughs> we ain't running the NFL like saying, oh, he deserves the he deserves the award. Well, he um, doesn't deserve it. I have my number three, so he doesn't deserve it. Number, so, number two. One. Oh, sorry, number two. Sorry, before right, number two. <sighs> I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Right, 187 attempts, 932 yards, 16 touchdowns, with an average of five yards a carry. I originally had Alvin Kamara in my top five, but I took him out. Yeah. I ha- like, originally had him, but just I had to go with Stefan was, Diggs and Fred Warner. I had to. It was the Christmas game. It was the Christmas game where oh, he avoided like six four or five tackles as well. And one of the, oh my god! Yeah, I 
that that game was an absolute better performance. So that's why that's why I have him in a number two. Right, my number two. It's gonna be Aaron Rodgers. No, and it was a tough choice between number two and number one, but my number two has got to be Aaron Rodgers. Four thousand two hundred ninety-nine passing yards. 48 touchdowns to five interceptions with a passer rate of 121.5. Yeah, no, unbelievable. I'm going to say it now. He's my runner-up. He's who I have at one before our overall winner. Okay, okay. There's there's no other reason. Like, Rogers, actually, stellar, stellar year. But overall... I'm gonna have to go with Josh Allen of the Bills. I I, I have to. Same as me. That's exactly so... what I done. It has to be Josh Allen. His stats don't look as good as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, he's not but in a Green Bay team either. Team. He's just worked yeah. so hard in the off season that he's proved he can go to uh, Super Bowl MVP if they get there, Hall of Fame candidate. You know, it's yeah. he's just there. Absolute like three ninety six, three ninety six out of five hundred and seventy two attempts. Completion rate is just under seventy percent. Thirty seven touchdowns to ten interceptions with a one hundred seven point two rating. There's. I know we said it again though, but Aaron Rodgers put up the better numbers, but Josh Allen. Hundred percent. Just he just has to be there. Now with. So hang on a second now. I have a couple of little notes for you, a few little uh, few little facts for us. So just before we move on to the little facts and just to wrap up the podcast for today, comeback player of the year, both of us unanimously voted, Alex Smith. Alex After Smith. being out, was, for those of you who don't know Alex Smith, he used to be a Kansas City Chief quarterback, had an absolutely horrendous absolute horrendous lower leg injury broken his leg in multiple places tore all ligaments possible that you can in your knee and your lower leg there was literally no the fear there that he might not even walk again let alone play in the nfl again now if you do want to go off and see what happened to him his injury is up but also with his leg brace yeah. Uh, once he got out of his leg brace, his family took it, melted down, and turned it into the Lombardi Trophy, which is the trophy you get if you win the Super Bowl. So I thought that was that was a pretty cool idea. Yeah. But just would not advise watching the year. injury though. Comeback no, player it, of the year next not... year. I'm going with my boy Nick Bosa. Now, comeback player of the year next year. Bosa. You have Nick Bosa. You have Odell Beckham Jr. You also have Joe Burrow, who put in a very good season this he year. He could have he been injured. rookie of the year if he wasn't injured. And to do it in a Bengals squad like that, come on. Himself and T. Higgins played very well this year. No questions yeah. asked. No question. No. Like... Just the Bengals. Bengals were very, were very unlucky. But now, a couple of the extra little points. 
I've already mentioned that the Bills and Kansas play each other every 27 years in the championship oh, hang game. on. Who, who was your comeback player of the year? Mine? Yeah. Mine's between uh, Bosa and Burrow. Oh, okay. That's true. Odell yeah. might make... Might make... Uh, if he doesn't get injured again. Yeah, he might make a play. But also, playoff... Playoff scenario, end zone threats. Brady and Mike Evans lead the league in 10. In the red zone. In, mm-hmm. in 10 touchdowns in the red zone. The only yeah. other players to do that is with Tom Brady, and that's Randy Moss and, and Gronk. And Gronk is currently playing with him at the moment. You see, so the, the one good. thing, though, I think the Bills will have covered up is the fact, you know, Brady's going to go to someone like Gronk in the red zone. You might end up doubling up on Gronk. I wouldn't. But I think that's what I NFL wouldn't double up do. on Mike Evans. I wouldn't double up on Mike Evans. I think they've the the back the backups, Jeremy. I think they have the defensive players to kind of to cope with Mike Evans on his own. But I think just yeah. to be safe, they should double up on Gronk. Yeah, I don't know. It's it is a bit crazy, like. Brady with the playoffs, but little other thing just to bring a little bit of joy into such an off year. This is something about the Seahawks, just don't with COVID. No, 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 all right. Is the NFL giving the free free Ah. Super Bowl tickets to the healthcare workers? I think that's what a touch, fair play to them, unbelievable, absolute like hats off to them. Fantastic, they're one of the only, and I know, like. They've put the healthcare workers in particular, they've put in so much work this year. It's ridiculous. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, well, they only got given a Super Bowl ticket. Oh, who, like, who cares? Like, for those of you who don't watch American football, a Super Bowl ticket ranges between like 10 grand for the lowest and mm. literally goes into the millions for the highest. It and is. the fact like, that it's crazy and it's they're giving away seven and a half thousand free tickets. They're going to show that it's not all about games. the money, like they're just showing a bit of appreciation towards the healthcare workers. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's Ireland done? Ireland won't even pay their student nurses. Like, come on. It's yeah. you know, like the Americans they're they're showing us up a bit here. Just just a little bit. Now talking about a player that you don't like at all, Tom Brady. I'm only giving his playoff stats. This is something I was I saw the other day and um, just flicking through Twitter and whatnot. And just, just for those of you who think, oh, he doesn't like Tom Brady, yeah, yeah. He's an unbelievable player. He's probably the best quarterback, apart from maybe Joe Montana, to play the game. Hmm. But I just, I just don't like him. I don't like the Patriots. So, and he came from the Patriots, so... The stats, the stats I'm giving to you were released by the NFL and ESPN Network. So, in the playoffs, Brady has a pass completion of 1,065 pass attempts, number one of all time. Passing touchdowns, 77, number one of all time. Game-winning drives, 14, number one of all time. Passing yards in the playoffs, 11,968. Guess where he is? First of all time. How many wins does he have? 32. How many of all time? Number one. 
QB starts and conference championships, 14, number one of all time. Brady is undisputedly the best quarterback to grace the playoffs with those stats. I don't I don't know who else is even close, but I thought it was very funny when the playoffs were actually finishing up there. There's a couple of like NFL meme pages on the on Instagram and stuff. And I saw one of the photos just like of Brady. When I don't make the AFC championship, I make the NFC. I thought that was Well, I mean, this is his first a, NFC brilliant, championship brilliant game, so I mean you know, Jimmy Garoppolo has made an NFC championship game yeah. prior to Tom but Brady. In fairness, so. though, two of the most highly doubted quarterbacks face off tomorrow night. Rodgers Rogers and Brady. And that's the in first what time. could possibly be either of their last games. Could be now. Also, something else that I found very interesting ESPN. NFL on Instagram put up their 2021 AFC playoff predictions for next year. Now, it's very, yeah, very early to see because we haven't even gone through a preseason or (laughs) Or a draft or anything like. Yeah, exactly. So, who ESPN kind of have up in the AFC playoff prediction is Kansas City. Kansas City at one, Baltimore at two, Miami Dolphins at three, and Jacksonville at four. Now, for <laughs> Miami, I think Jacksonville... Jacksonville have the have first number, overall pick. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know how the picks <laughs> sure. work, the worst team gets the higher, the higher picks. And now for the NFC playoffs, they have Tampa at one, Green Bay at two, Dallas at three, and the 49ers at four. <laughs> oh wow! I'm sorry, wow. but that is the picture. You see the NF, you see ESPN NFL there. You see the four teams. Like, right. I don't know. I think that's just a bit. It's very so, early to tell. They they have the Cowboys ahead of the 49ers Yeah. Can I just just mm-hmm. just? I know. I know. Come on, come on. He's he's coming back. Yeah. He's coming back. Okay. He's he definitely coming back. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know. Well, I think. I'm not too impressed by that, but all right, whatever. Just, you know what? I think this is going to go first episode. <clears throat> yeah, you know what? 49ers all the way, 9 and 8. To be honest, I think we've graced our listeners enough. So I think we've we have for one episode, yeah. Right, yeah, so that was episode one of the Chats podcast <laughs> with a few controversial opinions, to say the least. But um, yeah, you can catch us. We'll be on Spotify uh, and YouTube. So the video is going to be on YouTube, obviously, and the audio is obviously going to be on Spotify. Right. Uh, Evan, what's that to say? It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Absolute so pleasure. Thank we'll you very see much. With the championship games coming up, we will probably absolutely eat the head off each other again next week about our 100%. Super Bowl predictions. So if you enjoy watching two idiots killing each other over a sport, <laughs> come back for more next week. Cheers, guys. Peace. All right, thanks, guys.